Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz. And we are Katz. Alright, and welcome back to the show. So we got a lot of news to catch up on and everything, and you know, uh, first and foremost, sorry, um, this week we're having stuff back on the on the site, so if you go to ccandtnr.com, uh, you'll be seeing stuff that we posting up on that, and just want to say 100% sorry that we haven't been on, uh, on the site, you know, the sink, the boat sank, sprung a leak, we had to patch it up, and since patching up couldn't do so well, we had to get a new boat. So there. yeah, so much fun, mm-hmm. so much fun. Yep. Yeah. So, anywho, all right. Well, let's get going. All right. So uh, this week, uh, Netflix dropped their new animated series, um, Yasuke. Yasuke. Yeah, Yasuke. Okay. Um, saw it. To be honest. I didn't really like it. Here's the thing. Um, before everyone starts saying, oh, you don't like it because it's such and such and such. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Alright. I thought this was going to be more of a period piece because there is little to none information about him prior to coming to Japan at the time. No, not really. Oh, and by the way, uh, he's actually a real life person. Yeah. So there, there was such um, a person that lived in Japan at that time that actually did serve under um, Oda Nobunaga. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing: uh, how the way that the series did it, oh, it kind of felt like it. It kind of, it, it honestly kind of felt like it was trying to be like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, and. Um, the last two episodes made me it reminded me of Warhammer, and I, I just like all mashed in together and and uh, yeah, you, that's what it was. And to be quite honest, is I it could have been better. I, I, I the reason why I say it could have been better because like I think this would have worked as a period piece, or you know. Try to do, do a little bit more research and see where was his origin of birth from, and then see. Well, there really there. isn't. No, no, there there is some. There is some, because he did. They can go from you know he was brought from Portugal to Japan. No, no, he was brought from Africa, where the Portuguese had a stronghold in certain parts. Right. See, so there you go. But yeah, he learned how to spoke. He learned how to speak Portuguese because he understood Portuguese. So they could have just gone from there and then go from there to going into Japan. And then from there, learning how he served under Nobunaga until until um, what other records that was left in Japan said about him. No. The, the last thing that they said that in, in Japanese records was that he was captured. And... Uh, it was captured uh, uh, shortly... Or maybe not. Shortly after the uh, Honoji incident, where right. uh, well, Nobunaga committed seppuku and uh, the temple of Honoji burned down. Right. And uh, no, didn't he meet up with his son? Um. No, because records say that he did meet up with his son. That was before. Oh, that was before. Okay. Right. Remember, he he he. Well, he showed up um, and intrigued Nobunaga, but that was back in fifteen uh, seventy. Ah, uh, the fifth, like the early fifteen seventies. Right. So this was before 
Because the Honoji incident happened in 1582. Right, and Sekigahara happened in... 1600. Okay. Yeah, so, okay, so this basically happened before Sekigahara. No, after. Oh, after Sekigahara? No, because it said uh, 1582, the Honoji incident, and then it said, like, uh, 20 years later. So this is 1602. Ah, okay, okay. So there's the, well, in Japanese history, there's a little bit of peace between Sekigahara and the final battle at Osaka Castle. Right. Well, the... The two battles, like the fall and the spring, right? Where, the, but that's but that one, the Osaka battle was in 1615, right? Okay, so yeah, so yeah, so how the way the series was from to get to point A to point B in just six episodes, I, you know, and then jumping, you know, flashbacks and stuff to like in between, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I started with the letter T, but. He did participate in that one battle. Right, 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 right. And then he was there uh, during the Honoji incident. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, um, six episodes didn't have enough time to flush out the characters. Um, the art, the, the, the one thing I have to say, the one positive thing I can say about the series was that uh, Studio Mappa did a really phenomenal job with uh, the character design, the location design, background, and everything like that. The animation itself looked really beautiful. Um... The music, ah, uh, uh, who did it? I'm, Flying Lotus. Yeah, I'm going to be blunt. Okay, Flying Lotus did the music, right? I love Flying Lotus. I love his music. I love the way he does his music. This wasn't one of his best works. I honestly think because some of it was this. The whole music. That the, the the music that he was using was kind of like a hit and a miss to me. You know, there were certain there were certain music keys, music parts um, that didn't really fit in with the episodes or or the said scenery. Um, good example: a lot of the uh, fighting scenes, like nine out of ten times, the music in that just didn't really meshed up, didn't really fit in, didn't really do do it justice but then there was parts but then the other parts that i honestly think that um that didn't have music but the music pieces were there were actually really good some of the tranquils um low uh, easy pace easy going type of um pieces of the series the music was perfectly fine um good example would be the outro music um between memories beautiful piece i really love that but i think flying lotus this time like this was a hit and miss for me and i'm really disappointed um i got nothing against him i really don't i got nothing against him i love his work i really do but i just think um this wasn't one of his best works to me um the one thing that i can say about this series is like it wants to be like Samurai Champu or Afro Samurai. Maybe a little bit of Ninja Scroll. Even like hints of Warhammer. Um, but it just doesn't know what it wants to be. You know? And to me, I think Yasuke is like... Don't get me wrong. Go ahead, watch it. It's just six episodes, 25 minutes each. Binge watch it. It's a couple hours, you'll be done. Would I want to see another season of this? Not really, unless oh. it, unless unless it 
they be, if they're going to do another season of this, it, they really need to find an identity. Because there was like no identity in this season or in this series. Well, what that well, well, as far as the history is concerned, obviously there's a bunch of of uh, if, well, there's not errors, there's just a bunch of dramatic liberties, right? Like you know the main one of the main protagonists, Mitsuhide Akechi. Oh come on, um, he was you know he was assassinated. Well, he was done with in the Battle of um, uh, Yakazaki when uh, Toyotomi avenged him and stuff like that. But but here's the interesting thing. Well, if they were to do another season. What about between Honoji and sixteen oh two? There was a lot of things going on by then, yeah. like the like the total unification by Toyotomi, um, <laughs> how he decided to go against Korea and China, and that only and that lasted until fifteen ninety eight when he finally died. Mm. How they brought the troops back and then Sekigahara. Mm. I mean, truth be told, like, well, um, if, you know, civil liberties in all in all. Um, what was he been doing all this time? If if apparently Akechi Mitsuhide, you know, um, well history said that um, he's like, um, well he was just being, I guess he was just saying that he's not not a man, he's more of an animal because of the color of his skin, and so we're going to send him to the mission in Kyoto. We don't know whether he actually did send him there or maybe he escaped. We don't know, but. You know, if we're going from there and then 1602, was he drinking all this time? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying it, it wouldn't be. If the, like, like I said, like if they were going to bring the series back, um, they really need to find an identity for this series and also um, know what it wants to be. Maybe they'll have adventures until the uh, adventures until the uh, final. Battles at Osaka Castle. Yeah. 1615. That's, uh, what? 1602. 13-year difference? Mm. Well, you just gotta wait and see. Like I said. You know, it wanted to be like... So when Musashi Miyamoto? I mean, he was there. Yeah. I mean, heck, he was there in, in Sekigahara. He was just passing through. Mm. But he did participate in uh, uh, the Osaka thing. At, at, but at a distance. He, he didn't... He did that legendary duel. No, no, well, no, no, he did, but he mm. didn't. I mean, he didn't. He was present, but he didn't participate. Right, right, just, okay. All right. So, so, if there was a second season, they'd probably throw him in the mix. Okay. They'd have to. Mm. Just wait. Gotta wait and see. All right, so moving right along from there, um, this past Friday, we saw the season finale of Invincible. What did you think of the entire series? Um, well, season one. What did you think of season one? Um. Well, obviously, there's still some tropes. I didn't like that, but I look. I kind of look past through that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially since you got your superhero who turns into a supervillain, but he's like, "Yeah, well, I'm doing it for my empire." And then comes the trope at that very. Well, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's that trope of. Uh, I think you said it earlier, like how uh, the bad guys, you know, they somehow have a change of heart for some reason. Right. There's no conviction. Uh, gotcha. That's Marvel for you. Well, very <laughs> well Marvel, Marvel and DC, but mostly more Marvel. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, that that is a very tough influence. 
um, why, you know, why, why can't there be a, a definitive article anymore? You know, that act, like someone or a character or something that has the actual uh, conviction to go through with it. Like, um, what's a good example? And I'm not going to say Rorschach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking about someone who's at the winning side. Like, um, for some reason, I'm thinking about Final Fantasy six you know where evil evil prevailed oh yeah 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 okay yeah and the and the bad guy he didn't like conviction he did what he wanted to do mm-hmm. and that game ended in a tragedy something like that yeah so you know so where's that type of conviction but you know getting past all that um yeah it, it wasn't interesting it was interesting and uh um, I heard that they're gonna have. They were approved for what two more seasons? Yes. Um, kind of like to see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, me on the other hand, uh, I thought this was great. I thought this was a great um, season. I thought that was good. Uh, hands down, one of the as of now, I think Invincible is one of the best comic book series. On either the big screen or the small screen. Yes, it's even more better than the, the Snyder cut of Justice League. Mm. I'm not. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I thought it. Was, I thought it was meh. Um. But other than that, um, and all that, and the time length for it, I'd rather see Cleopatra. And that movie's four hours long. Yeah. Um. But like I said. Um. It, it's good. It is. It's it's good as what it is. Um, once it's said and done, the series. Once it's said and done, maybe after season three, maybe a season four. We don't know. But um, once it's said and done, I think Invincible is going to be in that top ten, maybe in the higher upper, in the top five, maybe squeezing into the top three of the best animated superhero series ever created. Because it, it, it's bearing everything. It's bearing it all, you know. Um, situations that that aren't really, you know, like situations that you don't really see being talked about in superheroes comics and no, superhero comic uh, animated series or even live action. A lot of blood, a lot of guts, a lot of violence, a lot of you know decision making that actually does have consequences either good or bad you see a lot of that and you see oh and ethics being thrown away yes Mm -hmm. with the excuse of oh it's for the better good no it's not for the better good Mm -hmm. yeah it really isn't Mm -hmm. so um yeah so this is a good yeah if you guys haven't haven't watched invincible watch it you You'll be entertained. You'll be entertaining good. And then if you really enjoy it, you know, go buy the books. Go go buy the books. If, if you guys have a lot of cash, go buy the Omnibus Volumes 1, 2, and 3. And that has the entire series run. And they're not cheap. <laughs> so, yeah. So, moving along from there. Uh, Castlevania. Castlevania has been in the news. Um, we finally get a new game. No, we we f- heavily found. Well, 
uh, let's put it this way. We've it's been released uh, a prototype pre alpha demo of Castlevania Resurrection, which was supposed to be the Castlevania video game um, that was supposed to be released on the Dreamcast in 2000. So, in case you don't know or haven't heard it, you know, so um, apparently there was a video that on YouTube that showed that, yes, Castlevania Resurrection was an actual thing, and there was history and there was proof that it was going to be at E3 in 2000, the, the 2000 edition of E3. Mm. And they were going to return Sonia Belmont, and they were going to, a rumor was, they were going to reintroduce Sonia Belmont, who was was going to be, quote-unquote, the mother of Simon Belmont. She was going to be part of the, of the Belmont legacy, the Belmont clan continuity, until Konami decided to do their quote-unquote official continuity in, what, five, six years ago, and just said, oh, no, just one-off, a guidance series, something that's not part of, not canonical, pretty much. Mm. You know, so, call BS on that. Um, so, on top of that, so the series was going to be, the, the no, the game was going to take place 24, Five years before the first Castlevania, mm. and they were going to introduce Trevor Belmont, not Trevor Victor Belmont. Mm. He was going to time travel back to 1669, and that's where he was going to meet his ancestor, Sonia Belmont. Um, but then Konami decided to, ah, eh, you know what? Cut it. We got a better idea. And rumor was that despite canceling the game, the, the big rumor of it that I remember at the time was they used what they did, they used what they learned from Resurrection, the pre-alpha and beta build of the demo, and used that to create 2003's uh, Lament of Innocence, which starred Leon Belmont. Yeah, uh, Leon, Leon the, Belmont. Leon Belmont, who... The first Belmont. Yeah, the hierarchy. Who started the Belmont clan. Um, great game, by the way. Really great game. Really, I, I think really underrated. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that was also a big rumor. That they took what they did with that game and it made Lament of Innocence with it. And, uh, you know, and you know what? Seeing it, I've seen people play... It uh, people crack the code and everything like that, and, and put in there. You have like seven different levels. You have one boss fight. Uh, you see what they were planning on trying to do to the game, with the game, and how they were going to introduce uh, Sonya Belmont and everything like that. You see, you, there there is a uh, a boss fight, and that boss fight is with Medusa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ashhead Gorg- Medusa from uh, Lament of Innocence, or was it a different design? Uh, Gorgon Medusa. Ah, yeah, showing everything with the arrows and no, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but like I said, uh, the game is is you can actually find it online if you just type it up and look it up. There's uh, you can actually find a link directly that tells you how to download it, how to boot it up, how to code it, and put it together, and and if you have a Dreamcast like I do. Um, It'll tell you how to boot it up and everything like that. How to work it, so. 
Uh, I'm going to try to do that myself sometime later down the road, and then I'll let you guys know what I think of the pre-build. And, and, but it also brings up the question of why Konami decided to do this. Why, you know, was this like the beginning of the end? Did, the, did Konami knew that the Dreamcast was going to die? So they bailed on it? Maybe. I mean, how long did it last? Till 2005, maybe? Uh, the Dreamcast? I think one. No, I think two. No, because it came out in 99. Yeah, I know. So I it remember. was pretty strong. Yeah, I remember. Until, uh... Okay, what came out in the 2000? PlayStation 2? Yeah, the PS2. PS2? Yeah. So it was alive and well until PlayStation 2 came out, and then, you know, it picked up Steam. Well, you know, in those days, it, PS2 picked up Steam, overtook yeah. the Dreamcast, you know... All because of one little thing. It was the cheapest DVD player that was out. <laughs> yes, it had. That was the re- that was the reason. Cheap. It was the cheapest DVD player. Um, because they were expensive. Oh yeah. That was the cheapest. Yeah, it was like the cheapest uh, DVD player, and um, and it played movies. Yeah, and it was a bit graphically more uh, graphically superior than the Dreamcast. Yeah. But by the time people realized, oh, you can. Mod your Dreamcast. You can play modded games. Years later. Years later. You know, years later. It's still already too late. Uh, Dreamcast died in um, 01. Yeah. PlayStation 2. Yeah. PlayStation 2 killed it. Pretty much. And you know what's the sad thing, too? Um, About that? About the Dreamcast? Mm -hmm. Um, Sega was, Sega was, was tinkering with putting a DVD player in the Dreamcast. The reason why they didn't do it was because they pushed it back. They, they didn't because if they were to do it, it would have pushed. They would have to push the release date back to a whole year. And they didn't want to. They wanted to get ahead of the game in this in the sixth generation. Yeah, but it didn't work, did it? Mm-mm. Yeah. And, and Maybe in Japan it worked, but not here. Yeah. But still, though, still, still, the Dreamcast was really good because it was. Um, if it wasn't for the Dreamcast, you know, and also Fantasy Star Online, we wouldn't have um, online gaming, amongst other things. Yes. So, yeah. And uh, one more thing before we go for the week. Um, Sin City. Frank Miller's Sin City turns 30 this year. Um, and because of that, uh, there's been reports that uh, Dark Horse is going to release a 30th anniversary special of uh, the hard goodbye and there's going to be two versions of it there's going to be a $25 regular version that's going to be paperback Boo. Um, don't get me wrong I don't mind paperback or anything like that but when it comes to comics and it comes to certain comics it's series always the hardcover oh, yeah it's always the hardcover there's a collector's edition one an ultimate a deluxe edition that's a hundred dollars. It comes in. It's hardcover. Has a slider, a, a sliding case to put in the book and stuff like that. And also has a has a portrait of, um, I think either Marv or Hardigan mm. that you can slide out and it, and it's already in it. It's it's already in a frame. So um, and it's for a hundred dollars. You can pre-order it right now on Amazon. And I'm actually considering to pre-order it. 
Well, then do it. Because I remember when we went to a comic, a comic Fest, the original version was right there. Uh, yeah. And you had enough money, and I told you, if you wanted, you could have gotten it. And you said, no, 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 I'll just wait it out. You never did. Yeah, I know. I regretted it. Might as well just do it. Because that has more value than this 30th anniversary edition. Yeah. But. It was the, it was the, yeah, that, the version. That was the original. No, no, that wasn't the original. It was the, um, it's like that one book that you bought. Um, That art book that's stupid huge. Yeah, that's the studio edition. Yeah. Hey, I'll. Yeah, I think it was the studio illustrator edition, but yeah. The best thing I bought. Yeah. It was like a 200 and something dollar buck book and you got it for like pittance. Yeah. Well, the thing that drew me, besides the fact that it showed, you know, art, you know, how to draw nudity artistically and stuff like that, there was a cool sticker that covered the nudity and it had like a cow on it. That's one of the big reasons, because I love, I like that sticker. And I figure, hey, for 25 bucks, that's not bad. <laughs> what I didn't realize is that book was pretty damn thick, so. <laughs> so when we had to walk into the car, I was like, ah, oh, it's too heavy. Uh, but you got away with gangbusters on it, though. Hey, it's all because of that sticker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you got a chance to redeem yourself. Yeah. But I'm not going to put any influence because you blew it there with me. Yeah. Eh, You know what? I'll do it. All right. Here, I'm going to do it right now. You're you're my witness. I'll do it right now because I'm going to kick myself in the foot if I don't. Oh, you're going to put some money down on the pre-order? No, no, no. I can pre-order it on Amazon and then I'll put in the money later. Okay. Uh... Sorry for the delay, uh, ladies and gentlemen. He's just tinkering on his cell phone, ready for pre-ordering. Yeah. So scrolling down. No, it's not the deluxe edition. Oh, I gotta put that in. <laughs> yes, the deluxe edition. Yeah, I have to do that. Pardon the silence again. Ah, oh, you're kidding me. Okay. Don't tell me they don't have it no more. No, oh, no! no. Oh, I'm going to hate myself if that happens. Okay. We're talking about a uh, a double play. That means you're already struck out. Yeah, he's still looking. Do you remember what it looked ah, like? Ah, here we go. I found it. <laughs> I found it, I found it, I found it, I found it. There's this one right here. That was the one. Ah, the Hard Goodbye Curator's Collection. Yes. I could have got that. I could have got it for $80. And, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was all you. Okay, here. Alright, so you're my witness right here. I'm going to pre-order it This title will be released on October 12th, 2021. Um, and I'm pre-ordering it right now on Amazon, so you can pre-order it now. And the pre and the value of it is a uh, hundred bucks. Hundred bucks, uh, not counting um, due tax and yeah. possible shipping and handling fees. Big. All right, so with due tax and everything, it's going to come out to be like uh, like about a hundred and ten. So, yeah, hooray. Yeah. 
See, you could have struck out. You could have like ruined the ball game altogether. Hold on. So, uh, oh, we might have some technical. Ah, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay, well. We'll deal with this in a little bit later, but other than that, ladies and gentlemen, all right, thank you guys so much uh, for, what am I saying? You know, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you guys for listening to us and all that. You know, I uh, hope you come back with us next week where we have more crazy tales that's going on the internet and pop culture. Until then, I am Captain Cats. And we are Cats. Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have a wonderful time. Stay safe out there. Keep keep putting on your mask even though the covid vaccine and everything is going on if we want we, if we want to nip this one in the butt as a whole just you know put keep your mask on and everything and you know hopefully we can all go outside and play like how we used to mm-hmm. okay so until then take care have a good one see you guys next week and stay safe until then take care yo